Are you ready for this? Welcome to Principles with Corey and Logan. I'm Corey. I'm Logan. And we are here to go on the journey of life and leadership growth with you. Welcome to the Principles Podcast. The Principles with Corey and Logan. This is part two in our book series. Uh, if you, you look back to last week, we started our book series on The Traveler's Gift by Andy Andrews. This is a book that's probably been one of my favorite books, but it's also been a book that our Legacy Builders uh, Mastermind Group has been going through. And last week, we, we talked about the first decision for success. The first decision for success, Scott King is the buck stops right here. And this week, uh, we got I got my friend Scott King with me today. He is a friend of mine. We met through Legacy Builders. He's going to help me as we go through the second decision for success, which is I will seek wisdom. And I think what we're going to do, Scott, is um, I'll just read the decision for success, the second decision, and then me, we'll just shoot from the hip, right? We'll, we'll talk about some of, uh, some of the stuff in the book, outside the book. Um, and, and I knew I wanted you on here with me with this one because wisdom is something you and I uh, both have talked a lot about. The book of Proverbs, you mm-hmm. mentioned earlier this morning in our Legacy Builders call about going through the back half of the book of Job and the wisdom in it. And I was like, you know what? I know me and you can uh, maybe add some value to listeners by talking about wisdom. So I'm going to start this one off by reading the second decision for success. And here it is. I will seek Wisdom. Knowing that wisdom wants to be gathered, I will actively search her out. I want to pause right there. Um, I'm going to read it here. I promise I'm going to read this. <laughs> but, but it's interesting uh, that wisdom in this book and in the book of Proverbs is always referred to a woman, lady wisdom, and, and women want to be pursued. And I, I like how the author of this book is picking that up of how Proverbs in, in Solomon writes that Proverbs wisdom is like a woman who wants to be pursued. And he's kind of picking that up right here. So my past can never be changed, but I can change the future by changing my actions uh, this day. I will change my actions today. I will train my eyes and I will train my ears to read and to listen to books and recordings that bring about positive changes in my personal relationships and a greater understanding of my fellow man. No longer. Will I bombard my mind with materials that feed my doubts and fears? I will read and listen only to that, only to those things that increase my belief in myself and my future. I will seek some wisdom. I will choose my friends with care. I am who my friends are. I speak their language and I wear their clothes. I share their opinions and their habits. From this very moment forward, I will choose to associate with people whose lives and lifestyles I admire. I love this quote right here. If I associate with you, (laughs) I will learn to scratch at the ground and squabble over crumbs. If I associate with eagles, I will learn to soar to great heights. I am an eagle and it is my destiny to fly. I will seek wisdom. I will listen to the counsel of wise men. The words of a wise man are like raindrops on dry ground. They are precious and can be quickly used for immediate results. Only the blade of grass that catches a raindrop will prosper and grow. The person who ignores wise counsel is like the blade of grass untouched by the rain, soon to wither and die. When I counsel with myself, I can make decisions only according to that which I already know. But counseling with the wise man 
I had my knowledge and experience. I had his knowledge and experience to my own and dramatically increased my success. I will seek wisdom. Not only that, I will be a servant to others. A wise man mm-hmm. will cultivate a servant spirit for that particular attribute attracts people like no other. As I humbly serve others, their wisdom will be freely shared with me. Often, the person who develops a servant spirit becomes wealthy beyond measure. Hmm. Many times, a servant has the ear of the king, and a humble servant often becomes a king, for he is the popular choice of the people. He who serves the most grows the fastest. That sounds like Mm -hmm. a flip script right there. Mm Mm-hmm. I will become a humble servant. I will not look for someone to open my door. I will look to open the door for someone. I will not be distressed when no one is available to help me. I will be excited when I'm available to help. I will be a servant to others. I will listen to counsel of wise men. I will choose my friends with care. For me and my household, I will seek wisdom. What do you think about Mm -hmm. that, Scott King? Man, there is a lot in there that we could just, we could unpack probably we could probably do two or three series just out of this one alone. I know, right? Uh, There's I, a lot in this chapter. I love that. And, you know, I, I think the key, obviously, is seeking wisdom. But how committed to seeking wisdom are you? And in, in Proverbs, he talks about, above all else, guarding your heart. But also, though it costs you everything, seek wisdom. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Get insight. And uh, Yeah. Yeah. And in the book, I know you're going to, we'll talk about it, but in the, in the book, he talks about um, earlier in the book, it's very much about the associations, the people you hang out with. And uh, I just kind of want to get your thoughts on that, Scott. Why why is that important? Well, I wrote, I was kind of thinking through that a little bit as we was um, reviewing this chapter the last time and trying to find where I wrote that because I actually wrote something down on that. Oh, here we go. Wisdom can be found in a collective of thinkers as well as thinking. Wisdom comes as part of the struggle process. And he kind of touches on that a little bit in this chapter, too. But uh, I asked a question, the associations. You know, wisdom is is found in the company you keep. We're always influenced by those around us. So if wisdom is found only, is wisdom found only in the company we keep? And that was one of the questions I asked from reading this. Because that is mentioned a couple of different times, as he pointed it out, asking about his children and the, the association that his children had. And that's what in the, in the book for uh, the purposes of this one was brought it to his attention was, do you worry about the friends that your children are with? And of course, he goes into the yes, you know, it becomes who we, we, we begin to talk like those we are around. We dress like them. Their words become our words. And then he goes on to say that, that the association Wisdom is found in the association of the people that you keep. And I think that there's a great importance in that that sometimes we overlook. And I also think that we can become a little bit too reliant upon it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. And uh, y- y- going back to what you're referencing, he asked him, you know, at what point is that no longer true? And the reality mm-hmm. is it's yeah. always true. The people you hang out with do influence you. And I, I think that is a component of of seeking wisdom but also that reflective in your attitude as well the people you hang out with i can remember being in in the the crossfit world right we we on the crossfit gym and i would see people come in and they would be new to the gym 
And before long, I don't know if you've ever been around some CrossFit folks. They, they're a breed oh, yeah. of their own, right? They got they got certain clothes they wear. Or we, I, I say they, I'm one of them, I guess. We got certain clothes we wear. There's certain, uh, you know, terminologies we use. And then mm-hmm. there's, there's even certain diets that CrossFitters like. They like paleo and all those kind of things. And I would see people come in, never been in that environment before. But you give them a month and they're wearing the... Reebok shorts. They're wearing the nanos. They're eating paleo, right? Because the culture that they've they put themselves into has kind of influenced that, right? And um, mm-hmm. yeah, and I just feel like that is a component. The other component is he touched on in there too is kind of guarding your eye gates and your ear gates. What are you What are you allowing in? What, what are you allowing yourself to watch? What are you allowing yourself to listen to? And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first quote that I underlined in this chapter, the first section of it I underlined, come off of, you know, uh, page 42. And it said, Jehovah moves mountains to create the opportunity of his choosing. But it is up to you to be ready to move yourself. And and uh, as I was reading this, you know, I felt like that that's where the wisdom, searching for wisdom started kicking off in, in this story. Come back and uh, I would ask, what do you think about that? You know, we talk about opportunity all the time. You know, and I loved when he put that and I thought about you. It is up to you to be ready to move. Mm, yeah. Scott King, you do know, you do know I'm that question asker. You know, I'm I'm not the one that gets questions asked, right? So no. Uh, I'm learning. I'm learning from the master. <laughs> why are you flipping the script on me, Scott? No, I, I 100%. And it hit me, as you said at that time, to be ready to move. I think you and I have talked before in Proverbs. He talks a lot about, insight and understanding and wisdom or knowledge, understanding and, and wisdom is like, what's the difference, right? Well, you can have knowledge and not know what to do with it. You can understand and have a deeper level of that knowledge. But I think the wisdom is the marriage of all of that. H- having the knowledge, but then knowing what to do with it, knowing how to apply it. I had a mentor, he, he said this all the time, it does you no good to be in exactly the right place at exactly the right time if you lack the awareness that you're there, right? And I think that's what wisdom allows you to do is it it allows you to be alert to opportunities. It allows you to be alert to opportunities. One of the other chapters we'll get into that you've read as well as the attitude part. When you've got a positive, optimistic outlook, you also see another O word, opportunities, which right there, it helps you to be ready to move. And I think that, that is part of wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. I, and I, lo- I love going into this next part, you know, where, uh, and this is, this one's my problem. One thing that I've learned from this is I ask this how question too much mm. because he asked, well, how do I do that? How do I prepare for an uncertain future? And the answer becomes seek wisdom. And then the follow-up question is, okay, how do I seek wisdom? And you get the yeah. same follow-up answer. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's Seek wisdom. <laughs> Seek wisdom. Yeah. And and even beyond that, I think we talked about it in our legacy builders this morning too. Seek wisdom. And then the we talked about the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. And it's like, okay, well, where do you go from there? Right. And, right. and really, I, I think sometimes we make it complex. Sometimes we make it much more yeah. complex than what it really is. Many times when we ask the question of how do I do that, we know at least one thing we can do. But we we want to we want to we want a, we want certainty that that is the right one thing to do. But we also want to know what steps two, three, and four are yeah. before we make that next move. 
and and that's hard right so and then this becomes the question where do we marry wisdom and faith because wisdom should tell you how to go about it but faith says that i go without knowing yeah yeah and i, I just uh, my thought maybe somebody who's listening on here who's smarter than we are maybe you can comment to that yeah <laughs> uh but but i think the wisdom is you you know what your next step is but even with that step you don't know what the outcome will be so that's where the faith component kicks in is faith is there's uncertainty there. You know, the faith is that you're hoping for a specific outcome, but there's, there's no proof. There's no evidence. But then the opposite of that is, is fear. Mm -hmm. And in fear, there's no evidence either. There's no proof in that either. You can at least prove the faith by taking action. You'll never prove the fear. Right. And, um, yeah, that's a great question, marrying the, the wisdom with where does faith come in at? And I think mm -hmm. just, just my thought is, uh, you know, with the wisdom, you've got the information, the knowledge, and you know what to do your first thing. What's at least one thing you can do? But even with that, there's an uncertainty of the outcome. And that's where the yeah. faith comes in at. Yeah. Yeah. We, we touched a little bit on that, you know, why you, the, why is it referred to as she? You know, because throughout this and throughout Proverbs, you know, why is wisdom referred to in that feminine context? Mm -hmm. And I've always found that um, interesting yeah. that it would be put that way. Um, and and what 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 should we take from that? Mm. Yeah, just that ladies like to be pursued. A woman likes to mm -hmm. be pursued. A, a woman is, is worthy to be pursued as well right? Like uh, talks about in there that wisdom, I mean, is more valuable than silver and, and gold to mm -hmm. pursue it, to seek it. And uh, I, I just think about a, a, a woman who is worthy, you know, um, I, I heard, we'll go down this route. I heard, heard a guy say, there's a difference between being beautiful and sexy. Like oh, wisdom yeah. is beautiful, right? Yeah. And, and, and that's, there's a difference there <laughs> that's worth pursuing. Yeah. Yeah. As I was thinking in those a little bit, I was thinking about um, something that you hear kind of in, in like marriage counseling sessions, things like that, or even people that are trying to still strengthen their relationships is one thing that they tell you to do is to never stop pursuing your spouse. And so that was kind of the correlation that I was, I was bringing to this was that, you know, you never stop pursuing wisdom. Yeah. And we could apply that in, the, in our marriages, in our relationships. You never stop pursuing those, even though you think you found it. Yeah, mm, that's good. The moment you think you found it, that's where that complacency sets in, right? With your yeah. marriage, for sure. But along with the kind of lines we're talking here, wisdom. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Man, that's good, Scott King. Come on. That's good. Yeah, I like that too. Yeah. <laughs> you put that in a book somewhere, man. Huh. Yeah. And, you know, somebody keeps telling me how to do that. Yeah, I know. Y'all, uh, I've been comment somewhere that if you want Sky King to write a book, I've been been on him for a while. He he journals and has got all kind of notes. He's just got to compile them into a book. This world needs that book, Sky King. So, uh, Man, let's, let's marry that one into that next quote. You yeah. hear, but you do not listen. <laughs> That's it. Um, there's a quote in here that I, I wanted to kind of get your thoughts on as well. And... Uh, 
again, so the guy, he gets the opportunity to travel through time and uh, meet seven historical figures. Last podcast, we talked about him meeting President Truman. In this one, he's getting the opportunity opportunity to meet King Solomon. Um, And King Solomon makes this statement to him. He says that he's talking to David Ponder, which is the guy in the book. And he says, you, David, have a condition that's common to most people. You hear, but you do not listen. And uh, Scott, what is the difference between hearing and listening? Or, or what's your thoughts on King Solomon saying that to David Ponder? You have a common condition. You hear, but you don't listen. Man, I tell you, I, I think if we could, if we could definitively answer that question, I, I, I think we could solve a lot of problems. <laughs> um, of course, I understand the concept. You know, yeah. yeah, you hear me, but you're not listening. You don't listen. Listen, Linda. You're not. You're not listening. And I hear. I hear that stuff all the time. You know, as we're dealing with you know daily issues and making decisions, things like that. You know, you hear things, but are you listening? And I don't know. I don't know that I understand that I could put a good answer to that question after reading back through this today yeah do you listen i mean i hear you but do i listen i don't know and i think that once we start understanding what to listen for what we train our ear to hear and to listen to that's when we start developing some of this this principles of wisdom and seeking wisdom and for me i and i make this i make this comment a lot i have tried to start asking the question beyond the question yeah. Because I think the immediate thing that is right in front of our face is not what we're supposed to take from it. I mean, of course, there's some obvious signs, but when we're listening, I think we start to dive past that immediate thought that we think we know it. And I, I personally think that that's what it has, what it's alluding to here. Yeah. You hear, but you do not listen. Yeah. Yeah. You don't hear the words behind the words. I like that. That's good. Mm hmm. You know, as I, as I thought about that, um, I, I do a teaching or a training in leadership on the levels of listening. And it goes, it, man, it, it's, I can tell you what to do, but the application of it is what you're saying is the difficult part. Because level one listening is where I'm listening, but I'm listening from my own point of view. The, the words you say are going in one ear and out the other. I'm listening to you and I'm waiting for you to do that number right there. Close your mouth. Put a period on the sentence so I can begin speaking. That's level one. Level two is where I really put myself in your shoes. I'm starting to listen from your point of view and your perspective. I'm really curious about what you have to say. But level three is where I start looking at body language and tone of voice, and I'm hearing the words behind the words. What's difficult about that is it takes a lot of intentionality. It takes a lot of intentionality. Mm. And it didn't hit me until I just heard you talking just then about um, the scripture about the four different soils, you know, kind of came to mind. You've got the wayside and the rocky ground, and the thorny ground, and then the the, um, the good soil. And I think that that can be also be a heart posture whenever we go to listen, whether it's listening to a podcast or going to church or going to a conference or even listening to a friend. What's my heart posture? Is it postured to I'm really not interested in what they have to say? Uh, maybe it's... I'm partially, partially listening, or am I really committed? Is my heart postured to fully absorb what they're saying? And um, that's tough. That's tough. It takes a lot of intentionality there. And I guess that's yeah. why it's common. <laughs> I, and that, I think, is at the heart of that quote. You hear, but you do not listen. 
Yeah. 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 And we can, we can pull a lot from that for yeah. sure. What was your next one? Next favorite quote in here. You know, I, the, the, that was really the kind of the ones that I had in there. Uh, we touched on the, um, uh, the, Oh, the guard your associations. Anytime you tolerate mediocrity in your choice of companions, you become more comfortable with their with mediocrity in your own life. If a lazy man is not an irritation to you, it is a sign that you have accepted slothfulness as a way of life. Man, mm -hmm. that's really really putting it down, throwing it down there on the the people you hang out with. Um, I found it kind of interesting that as I've grown, right, that mm -hmm. um, I, I hope the listeners listening understand when I say this, people who are on a lower level uh, of awareness compared to a higher level of awareness or, or growth is different what they, what they talk about. I remember whenever I was a lower level of awareness, the things I talked about and the things that I hung out, the people I hung out with, the things we talked about were other people, right? Mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. then you kind of make that next step and what people talk about and what I talk about are possessions. They talk about things and, and material things. But as I've kind of continued to, to grow, it's interesting the conversations that I hear and people talk about ideas. They talk about mm -hmm. opportunities. They, they talk about not people and things, but ideas, opportunities, transformation. They, they think about big things. And uh, it's been interesting just to kind of see, see that. And, um, you know, when you get around people who think, think like that, it changes the way you think. And um, yeah. Anyway. yeah, yeah. So uh, that uh, on page 44, it says, we as humans are always in the process of change. Therefore, we might as well guide the directions in which we change. Hmm. Yeah. And that was a quote from Solomon back to David on that. And of course, his answer, his, his question goes back to, well, how do I do that? <laughs> yeah. How, how, do I, how do I change an outcome that I don't know what it is? Hmm. Yeah. Seek wisdom. Yeah. Seek wisdom. Yeah. You can just yeah. feel like mad at Solomon. Come on, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, come on. Give me some answers. Give me, yeah. give me some answers here. Yeah, and I, I yeah. think that's part of the wisdom too is 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 just kind of seeking it and he he talks about it all through the chapter but all through proverbs and is guarding your heart how intentional will you be about protecting what goes into your eye gate what goes into yeah. your ear gate what are the things that you're listening to what are the things that you're watching what are the things that you're reading you listen i, I hope listening to podcasts like this encourages and motivates um yeah you know in, instead of gossip stuff uh I, I hope by by listening to something like this that is giving you ideas inspiring you to have ideas mm -hmm. and, and maybe sparks new thoughts for you but being very guarded with what goes in solomon in proverbs says above all else above all else is above anything else right above anything else guard your heart guard your yeah. heart and, and guarding your heart because from there flows the issues of life. Some of you guys listen. I know Scott's seen my teaching and all that on the stick, man. But you can go back to other podcasts where your heart, your heart of hearts, that's where your beliefs lie, your opinions lie, your perceptions and, and all of those things. And your belief drives behavior. What I believe about Scott 
if, if I, if I have a low belief in Scott, if I don't believe Scott's ever going to be anything <laughs> and Scott's yep. not, Scott's going to be awesome. But if I'm a leader of Scott and I, and I truly believe that Scott's not going to amount to anything, that's going to come out in the way I treat him. It's going to come out in my interactions. It's going to come out in the way I speak to him, the way I position him, the resources I give to him. But if I have high beliefs in Scott, it's going to come out in the way I treat him. It's going to come out in the way I speak to him. He, he will pick up on that as well. Most people will live up to your level of expectation of them, or they'll live down to your level of expectation for them. So uh, anyway, I didn't mean to go seminar mode. What you got for us, Scott? Well, I think that's a good example of what it talks about, about serving. Yeah. Serving is a way we can place value on one another. A wise man is a server. And that is, a, that's, um, the writer writes that on page 47. Mm. And that, I think that, that speaks to exactly what you were talking about there, that if you come as a leader, as a wise leader with a servant mentality, a servant's heart, that you'll place value in that example toward me. And in that, in that serving, you will also get a certain amount of wisdom from it. Mm. So not only are you sharing wisdom, but if you continue to serve, you'll gain wisdom. 100%. Yeah, I like it. So Scott, uh, kind of outside the book, you and I were talking a bit earlier today. You're talking about in Job. What are you learning about wisdom in Job? Um, I believe it was, I believe it was in 27, chapter 27, he was talking about the wisdom of, uh, I believe it was it's kind of in the lane of holding his tongue that he wasn't going to um, curse against God for all the things that had happened. Um, and it just it started part started just pointing out wisdom. The word wisdom kept coming up and, and you have to forgive me. I don't remember exactly. That was yesterday when I was reading, but I just, I just remembered thinking that's kind of strange because I'm back in that Proverbs a day routine right now. Yeah. Um, as I'm trying to make some decisions, you know, for my, my own self going forward, some, some future decisions going on, I'm trying to find this wisdom. So I'm back through that and I just picked that up, you know, that from, from uh, Proverbs then and into Job, Job's talking about wisdom and the wisdom of holding his tongue mm. in that season of the life that he was in after all the disasters had happened. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Being able to hold and, that. And then we know what happened going forward. You know, eventually Job got blessed. Yeah. He didn't know that lost. at the moment though. <laughs> no, but how do I do that? How do, how do I apply that wisdom there? You know, he didn't, but he, he didn't know how, but he, he had the wisdom in yeah. that season. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is just my thought on that. And uh, I think that comes down to what, what you believe about God. In, in Job right there, he saw all these things going yeah. on. But at the end of the day, he, he, I mean, he didn't say it, but his actions proved it. He believed God was good and he believed God was holy. Right. And, and his actions yeah. prove that he, that was his belief. And I think it has to come down to that, that that there is a goodness that God is good. And uh, you know what? My circumstances and conditions may look opposite of that. But I know that there, I believe that. And then also the, the promise, I believe that, you know, it says that all things work together for the good of those who, who love him and call by his name. Uh, mm -hmm. Man, I believe that. Right. I, I believe it all works together. Right. It works together. The valleys, the mountaintops, they work together. 
for the good. So anyway. Yeah. Um, Scott King, uh, those that listen, that are listening right now, any, any other, I guess, anything else on wisdom that, that would add value to them, either from the book or anything you're thinking into right now? There was one part in here where um, the, uh, David asked the question. Uh, it was avoiding. I don't remember exactly the question, but the quote came back was, I can do nothing to alleviate your struggles and would not if I were able. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I've been you know, thinking into a lot lately, and especially in our culture, in our society, the American culture. And even some of, of, of the religious stuff is we often look at our struggles as a negative. Mm-hmm. And how does that apply in the wisdom? I would not. I can do nothing to alleviate your struggles. I can do nothing and would not if I were able, because Solomon understood that there was wisdom to be found through the struggle. And maybe it's the part that it teaches us a lesson and that we we learn to make better choices from the struggle, from that part of it. Um, you know, the book of James talks about count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations and I'll butcher the rest of it if I try to finish it, but you know, you can Google that and find the rest of it for yourself. Um, but we don't, we don't do that. We don't, we don't count that as joy. Um, another one of our members, you know, the legacy group this morning made the statement that Paul said that I learned to be happy with nothing as well as to be happy with everything. And I, I butchered that quote again, but the heart of it was, was that, just like with Job, Job knew to seek the favor and the wisdom of God when he had nothing, yeah. when he was sitting in an ash pot, an ash pile. And later we know that, you know, he was rewarded greatly. And I don't think his, his faith or I don't think any of that was ever changed based on the circumstances. Mm-hmm. And that is something that we need to learn to do in our lives is that our faith and our trust in God, higher power, whatever you want to call it. For me, it's God. Uh, we need to, to stick with it. And I think that's a principle that we miss is that it, it's not always going to be easy. It's not meant to be. We, we must embrace the struggle and we don't. Yeah. You know, I, man, that, that, that is so good. And that's so hard to do as well. And as you were talking, I, I remember you know, about the, the caterpillar who goes into the cocoon mm-hmm. and the kid mm-hmm. sees the, the caterpillar is it, struggling and he decides to, to help the caterpillar out and cut open the cocoon so he can escape. But by doing so, he weakened the wings of the butterfly and the butterfly couldn't fly. It's through that struggle in that cocoon that the, the butterfly develops the strength of his wings to be able to do what is made to do. Right. And uh, right. I, I remember I think we were doing a Bible study several years ago in church and we were doing something on missions. And one of the things that out of the goodness of their heart, missions, mission, uh, missionaries would go into countries and they would do all these things, but they realized that they were actually hurting the people more than helping them, that the people were becoming dependent upon them. They weren't empowering them, but making them dependent. And uh, man, that is so good that Solomon said that by, by not stepping in He's empowering David in this fictional story. He's empowering him uh, to be able to strengthen up, man up, you know, and and not uh, not disempowering him. So anyway, yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I, I got to leave you with one of my favorite proverbs. Quotes, come on, oh, come on, come on, Scotty. I like some proverbs now. 
very applicable to this one. And it was, um, it says it like this. It is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings. And I love that he saw it fit to give me the last name of king, by the way, because I feel like this just speaks to me every time I read it. It is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings is to search out a matter. Yeah. And that's Proverbs 25, too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that was a direct link to wisdom, to always be seeking wisdom, to always be searching for it, to be searching out, find the wisdom in whatever the situation. Yeah, man, that's good. That is so good. That is good. Well, I'm going I'm to leave uh, the listeners with a couple of questions that I want them to consider. So for you, as you listen into this, we hope Scott and I both hope this is adding value to you. But for you, as you're listening in, how committed are you to seeking wisdom? Are, are you going to put a ring on it, right? I seek it out. And then part of seeking wisdom is guarding your heart. How intentional will you be in protecting what goes into that eye gate and what goes into that ear gate? And then how committed to this will you be? I will not be distressed when no one is available to help me, but I will be excited when I'm available to help other people. How committed to those phrases will you be? So we, we hope today has added value to you. Scott, uh, those that are listening who do not know you, can you share just a bit about you, what you do? And then if anybody wanted to connect with you on, uh, hey, getting that book that you're going to be writing, how, how do they connect with you, Scott? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Scott King. Uh, if you hashtag Ring the King, it'll, it'll pop you up. Um, I'm on Instagram, Scott King Influence, Scott.King dot influence and just kind of breaking into that tiktok market haven't really put a whole lot out there but you can find me at that ring the king guy yeah come on wow so all social media platforms he would love to love to connect mm-hmm. with you there that's that's awesome man well guys if you're in the northwest indiana area uh you've probably heard me spout my number all over the local facebook stuff um i do sell real estate that is what i do i am getting better known as that ring the king guy up here so uh, you can find my number there as well, 574-249-9840. Always willing to take a phone call or a text message. Awesome. Thank you, Scott. Man, that is good. Well, guys, feel free to reach out to Scott. He is a great resource, ton of wisdom, ton of knowledge. Uh, and we look forward to his book whenever that comes out. I know it'll be motivational <laughs> and inspirational. And uh, hey, if you have not already, make sure to like and subscribe so you can stay up to date with any of the upcoming episodes. And if you want more about Legacy Builders, what it would look like to put yourself in an environment of growth, whether they're like-minded leaders or entrepreneurs, we'd love to have you. I'll put that link in the show notes as well. So appreciate you guys. Hope has added value to you. Look forward to being with you on our next one and uh, have a great day. Thanks so much for spending your time with us today. As you go about your day, remember to ask yourself as a parent, child, sibling, business owner, customer, boss, teammate, would you recommend yourself, audit yourself and change your life? Hey guys, and if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, take a moment, please subscribe, give us a rate and review on your listening platform. And hey, we value your feedback and it helps others find us. Are you ready for this?